that was called Hijack. Hey, Rob, are you coming in? What are you, what are you doing? I've just been uh, checking the security doors. The security doors? Well, you know. Well, in case anybody got in? Yeah, with these hijackers and stuff. Oh, they're rife, aren't they? Aren't they, eh? Well, I have got uh, a slight bone to pick. No, four bones to pick with this episode. But I actually really enjoyed it. Right. I I don't know what it is about it, but it was quite com. It, not, not no, not it wasn't comical, but it was cartoony. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but in contrast, it actually felt like it was really le- legit. Like some of the conversations that were happening felt really legit. What like? What the, like? The, 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 uh, the the pilots, like what they were saying. It wasn't. It just didn't feel like it was for the movie. It, it felt like it was. Real? What, like the checklist? Yeah. Stuff? Yeah. I well, really like that. I, I was wondering, I was thinking, I wonder what a pilot would think if they were listening exactly. to Exactly. I it, felt exactly the to same. To me, it sounded genuine. It sounded exactly what I did. Completely plausible. Yeah. yeah. Um, listeners, this is the... Well, this is, first of all, one, we are the Tales of Unexpected podcast. We're the only ones who are doing this. Where we watch an episode of the Tales of Unexpected. Then, once we've finished watching that, we go into a different room and we listen, we listen, no, we record ourselves talking about what's just happened and sometimes it might be other things that have happened as well. It's, it's an odd, odd idea of entertainment. Yeah, it? because we don't know what's going to happen or we've, we've got a, we've got a structure, no, we've got a theme, Yeah. but what can happen in that theme. Hey? Yeah. We're journeying into the unknown, aren't we, every time. It's unknown. unknown yeah. yeah, and uh, well, the other journey into the unknown would be the events of the passengers and the cabin crew and the pilots on Gaelic Airways in this episode of The Tales of the Unexpected. My name's Chris. My name's Rob. And this is Hijack. Back, we return back now. Then, Rob, first yes. things first. Let yeah. me just let me just say, lots of cast involved in this. Yeah, yeah, cast of thousands or at least fifteen. Yeah. Now, what we know is in this is that there are one, two, three, four. There are four main people in this, yeah, right? Okay. Yeah. Which yeah. are the airport staff? No, no, the cabin staff. Yeah. Including the pilots, right? Yeah. But there are also a lot speaking roles within the play on the plane but they they don't do a great deal they try to they try to make something out of it but it doesn't ever go anywhere does it no it doesn't no it's, no. it's a weird one it's like getting all those actors involved paying them for lines that yeah. were unnecessary well again it seems as though nothing takes you anywhere apart from the dialogue of the of the main thought only it? going in that direction but and and this is probably you know one of the good things about or what it does, it throws you some. Oh, is it going to be this? Is it going to be that? that? Is it going to be those? Yeah. Right. And I did the same. I wrote. I wrote down the points where I decided I'd have a guess at the unexpected bit. Right. I've done this before in episodes where I've gone. I'll stick in the unexpected bit just there, but with this particular episode, because I thought, oh, I'll change my mind a few times on this. I'll mark out where I. Right. Had the idea, the suggestion, and thought to myself. The other thing was as well is, the clue's already there in the title, in it, hijack. Yeah, yeah. It's safe to assume there's going to be an hijack. Yeah, it is. And yeah. in the early eighties, a lot of it. There were a few of them, weren't there? And a lot of films about it. And a lot of films, and it was it was like a, it's an unknown quantity because, I mean, we'll address it in a minute, but it seemed like anybody could get onto a plane back in those days. Yeah, I mean, they had security, but it didn't seem as though it was. Particularly tight. Secure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. More security. It, no, yeah, itty. itty it was itty. a bit more itty. Well, it starts off, uh, you see a plane on a runway, so uh, probably this episode is going to be about a plane. And they're doing all checks, so pilots are, are doing their, you know, this is the captain to uh, uh, 
the, the control. Um, We've got the lights on here, lights on there. I've got uh, six, <laughs> he does do it better 16, than that. Sixteen on here, and can you confirm this? And, and then the stewardess and the cabin guy, they're doing the t checks. He does the toilet check, and then parades down the cabin. This is all before the passengers have got on, and it looks like everything's uh, sort of going to plan. Yeah. Uh, Whereabouts are they? I felt like they were in Scotland. No, no, they can't be in Scotland because they they must be in London because uh, they uh, soon pass over Birmingham. It's called Gaelic Airways. I just yeah. I just thought it would be. Well, a... maybe it's on flight back. Mm, could be, I suppose. Cause they're, yeah, they're going to Scotland. It, it says. So two of them are going to Scotland. Yeah, so, yeah. so oh, that's fair enough. So I mean, they won't, won't be on plane. I don't think that's even that much of a problem, is it? I mean, if you're an expert on geography, yeah. this episode might you might be. Oh, right, keen. Let's have a look where we are on map, like they would have done in challenge in a treasure hunt. Yeah, they'd have got the little pretend helicopter out and put it over at sea in places like this. I must pin that because I need to talk to you about when they're over sea and overland. Now they go through the, uh, we, what we do is, the first thing that we see, we go into the departure lounge area and yeah. we see a terrorist um, <laughs> with sunglasses, fake moustache, a spy coat and a big blue bag uh, walking through a bustly sort of... A, he, a, could, he could have had... A big badge saying, "I'm a I'm a, a hijacker terrorist." I think, yeah. He he <laughs> doesn't. He, he gave us some credit. It's only that that made it more <laughs> obvious. Yeah. It? So the terrorist is basically, and what they've done here is a, a really interesting camera angle. They've they've put it quite low. Yeah. And they've followed it sideways, left to right. So it looks like it's a bit more crowded than it actually is, and it could have been shot anywhere. But it yeah. looked again. It looked like it was a busy airport. Yeah. All credit to them for this. Here's something. One. Well, I was going to say, what happens is, as they, as they track across following the hijacker, the presumed, presumed hijacker, because it's because titled it's, it's that, particular he episode, like, yes. yeah, he sits down, and the person who's sort of sat to his back, with his face to, is dressed exactly like him, but not quite as obviously yeah. with the um, terrorist costume That's right. on, but he's got the glasses, he's got the trench coat, is that on purpose? So what are we thinking there? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I, I noticed I noticed that brown trench coat. Right, was about four people wearing it. Right. Maybe so yeah, I mean maybe maybe we're looking at an identity thing, or maybe we are looking at the, just the sign of the times. Yeah. So one thing I noticed here was that as it's walking from left to right, the camera goes. Yeah. It occasionally hits a part of a conversation. With, yes. With, and what's interesting is because I like this, it reminds me. Did you ever do? You might be a bit old for this, actually. Oh, I don't. I don't mean it in that sort of way, but you, I'm being honest. There was these things called Usborne Solve It Yourself mystery books. What would happen is you'd have a page, and it would read out some dialogue. It was an illustrated page, and then it'd say, "What has Alex seen?" Before you move the page, what has Alex seen? Right. And one of them was like murder on the midnight flight or something like that. And there'd be loads like that, you know, uh, danger at Demon's Cove. Those sorts of things. But it was an illustrated thing. And you'd look in it and you'd see little clues here and there. And they'd go, oh, that's what he's seen. Right. I'll look at the, check the answer. Yeah, I got the answer right. And move on to the next part of the book. Right. It would build up the story. So what's happening here is, where we usually say exposition, we, we, I don't know if there's a branch of exposition where it goes, rather than the story being told... You're just being introduced to main people. Uh, yeah. So as it goes along, left to right, you go, that person and that person, they're talking. There's a few people over there talking, but they're not as loud. So these must be important to the cast. So that's what I was doing. I was thinking, oh, it's a huge cast, yeah. and I'm going to really enjoy it. There was a, a great who done it, Murder on the Something Plane Flight 812 or something like that. A uh, really good one, you know, dead body found on the plane, and then you have to work out who it is. They're in the air, so it's like one of those locked door mysteries. Yeah. A great episode, great movie, I should say. I thought it was going to be a bit more like that. It, it wasn't, I don't have any issues with that, but anyway, there you go. So that's that's what, that was a bit of observation in that people who have been introduced to this episode had done so by their conversations and how loud the conversation is. Yeah, so we find out basically that there uh, a lot of doctors. There's a some sort of expo on at wherever they go into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and uh, yeah, and one, and one of them. Um, oh, is this the bit where we now go to the customs uh, yeah, check-in, check-in yeah, desk, yeah. bag check, and luggage drop-off? Yeah, yeah, and like uh, they ask one of them to open his, his bag. And like does. It, it, it's it's like full of scalpels. It's basically and, Jack the Ripper's briefcase, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And uh, they say, "Oh, you can't take this some these on board." And he says, "Well, I need him for a lecture when I get there." And oh, I can vouch for you," says some other guy. Yeah. I can vouch for him. Yeah, he is some sort of professor. No ideas exchanged here. No, just the word of this man. So he goes, oh, "All right." Yeah, okay. He, he does. He says, oh, "All right, then off you pop." And <laughs> what you said was, he could have still put it in the hold. But just oh, got yeah. it at the end. Of Absolutely, the you're, not, you're not going to be going no. away without it, is it? No, and the the exhibition is not being is not on, on the plane. The plane. So yeah. none of it none of it matters. None of that matters. But what happened next is he he clears them off, and then the terrorist is about to get called over, yeah. but somebody else jumps into terrorist easily gets on the plane. Yeah, so he's he's, he's all, fine. He's all right, isn't he? I mean, just just at this point, being as we're talking about a plane load of doctors. I in fact had a medical scare the other day. Really? Yeah. I was. Uh, it was. It was early in the morning, weekend, and uh, I was upstairs, and I'd just got out of bed, and uh, I looked down, and uh, I saw this uh, rash. I saw like three or four sort of red spots, sort of coming from my ankle up my leg. Right. So, uh, and as you know, I've just had shingles. Yeah. So it's worthwhile calling this one in. Yeah. So, well, I came downstairs and said to Elle, and I'm, you know, yeah, I'm okay. I said to her, um, look at look at this rash. You know, what do you think? And she says, well, have you tried rubbing it? And uh, so it's a, it's an odd medical suggestion, but isn't it? And I'm thinking, what what's she talking about? Right. I said, rub it. What's that going to do? She says, well, it looks like pasta sauce to me. <laughs> and it was. I'd been eating pasta pasta and tomato sauce the previous night. <laughs> she spilled some on the bottom of my leg, but it looked just like it. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's quite red as well, isn't yeah. it? So I can imagine the worry. Terrifying. Oh and they were like obviously perfectly round, but they were droplets. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's my medical story for you. This chair keeps going down. It does. You might as well yeah, leave oh, it. Just there. leave it down. But I feel so low. Like, have you ever been to a a restaurant and like, let's say you're with like five people, so. There's four of them who've got the chairs that came with the table. Yeah. And then you you have to get a table from another chair over and you put it up against and it's like it comes up to you like your shoulder blades. And you so, and then you, when you oh that's a bit better. Yeah. yeah but you've do, got you've joined me. What's better is I've just let myself down as well. <laughs> but yeah, well it's a bit like that as well, isn't it? When it's at Christmas and you go and stay at the family <laughs> well, Christmas you, and Yeah, because you'll s- never end up with the same chairs, yeah. will you? Yeah. And then you finish up and you're having to eat. Yeah. Like and that. your elbows but you, when people say don't put your elbows on the table, you have no choice because <laughs> that's the only way you can grapple to get all the uh, Yorkshire puddings. Yeah. <laughs> and so basically, this guy gets onto his. Uh, they're all boarded now. Yeah. And the terrorist sits down. Yeah. And he's having a, an awkward conversation. It, it appears that he, he, he's some sort of doctor that works in a private clinic. Yeah. Um, and is he is he just to make matters even more uh, odd? Is he talking in like an Eastern European accent? Well, I, I couldn't tell. There's a yeah. There's I don't know whether that's an element of stigma or racism, <laughs> or that he had to cover up his accent. It, his and accent? it, it was just a, a go-to accent. Yeah. But it it was English. It was just not legible. That legible. Uh, but the woman who sits next, sits next to him. Yeah. Is trying to start off a conversation, which I found also quite odd because I'm a nervous flyer. Uh, but I don't let other people... I don't bug, bug other people with it. No. So I keep myself to myself. I stay quiet and I just do it all internally. Well, when you've I, got to, haven't you? Because otherwise, it's it's yeah. like that. But, I mean, but if a woman's there sat next to me, I'm thinking, I'm I'm trying to deal with this and you, and this is not right. This is not helping me. Yeah. So you've, you've got a bit of a fear of the old flying. Oh, I hate it. But uh, I've got better. When I was working in Ireland just a, just a couple of years ago, I was there for about three months. I was backwards and forwards, you know, every week or so. Yeah. So I got, I, I, I did some, I did something like fifteen flights in three months. Where were you flying? From? Just, uh, just to, uh, was it Belfast? It's not a long distance, yeah. but it was enough to get still, up and down. So yeah. it was, and I'm fortunate. I had a lot of practice, which because of my work, 
A lot of people aren't going to have that practice if they do have a fear of flying. Yeah. But what I'd got, I got used to all the the stuff that would happen during. You know, you get to this stage, it would sound like this, and uh, even with the change of planes. So I went with a couple of different companies, and the, I'd preferred Fly B because you could see the propellers. I felt like I was Indiana Jones, and in my head there was a little red line coming across a map and stuff, <laughs> and going to the places. Well, there was one time I was not on that. There was a girl next to me. Bit younger than me, but she's clearly a nervous flyer, and I was too. I thought we're looking a bunch of idiots here. So what I could do is, and I was, I'd taken across with me because I was spending a lot of time on my own. I bought some magic tricks, some new ones. But I'll practice these whilst I'm out there. Right. So I had some free in my bag, and I just said to this girl, she said, "Can I can I show you some magic tricks? Would that be all right? Like practice?" She was all into it. I tell you what, it's like let's say you're up in the air for forty five minutes. 35 minutes are like, you know, big, up in the air. P- part of it's landing, part of it's taking off. Yeah. So for 35 minutes, I'm going through these magic tricks. The time just went like this. So from then on in, I would start practicing magic tricks. Right. Or, or doing something. So I realised that rather than sticking your head down and doing this, it is, <laughs> it's best to have something planned yeah. and do. Yeah. That, and that's it. That's my advice out there. And I, I know I'm a nervous flyer, but if I had some woman... Chatting shit at me. Oh man. Well, in this case, it is a woman. It is. But yeah. in, in any example, it could be a man or a woman. Yeah. So if anybody starts interrupting that, then you're going. It's interrupting it. It's, I I'm not going to get cross because I'm not that sort of person. Yeah. But I don't want that happening. So I sort of like feel for the terrorist in this, and when well, he, he moves away, doesn't he? Because of that. <laughs> my, my my first wife, she was a nervous flyer, and uh, if she, you know, like they're often. Chair, playing chairs are in three. Yeah, so two, three, two sort of thing. Yeah. Or, yeah. Well, or so, three and three. Yeah. yeah. So if she was sat in the middle and I was sat on one side of her and it would then be a stranger on the other side, she would grab my hand and his hand oh. or hers oh. and, and cling on to it like that and well, at takeoff and landing, which I, you know, I've often thought if they'd have been a bit nervous, that's not going to help. Is it? No, and do you know what? On one trip back from Derry, I uh, there was one guy who sat just a little bit behind me, but I could see him. And he was gripping hold of the things, right? Gripping hold. It was streaming with sweat. Oh, and then uh, one of the stewardesses came over and tried to calm him. And you know what? That settled me. Really? Because I, what well, I knew, I wasn't that bad, and me, and me not feeling that bad made me feel a bit better about yeah. myself. Which Get yourself is in, a bit odd in, in it. That. In context. In context, that's yeah. it. Well, just go back to tales then. The terrorist has had enough of this chit chat. So he he uh, he goes up towards the front of the uh, of the, the plane, uh, and the but the, the woman, woman then shouts after him. So the, the toilets are, are at the rear. So we must be going somewhere. Now we le- later learn he's gone. He's actually using the crew toilets. Yeah. But he. But that's a bit weird, isn't it? That because. Well, we'll come back to that later. Yeah. Well, it it, it is a bit strange because it must be pre-planned. Then that's what I'm getting at. It must be pre-planned that he's gone to these this well, specific he, toilet. He must know. Well, it, he, he must he, know what he wants to do. Mustn't he? Yeah. 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 So uh, yeah, and then we, then there's a d- discussion. About um, like two two passengers that are like one upmanship on whiskey. Yeah, and one's Ameri- an American and one's a Scot. Yeah, it sounds like the start of a joke, doesn't it? Like, it or, or it would have done in yeah. preceding. Yeah, but yeah, and the uh, Americans wanting his on the rocks, and the Scot is wanting his straight up, isn't he? And, yeah, and and, uh, and that seems to go nowhere, doesn't it? it? That's it, what that, I mean. There is a callback to it later on. Yeah, they they continue their chats but you're introducing the departure lounge they're having these little silly chit chats in the yeah. plane and then later on in the plane and the, nothing ever happens with with those but again I suppose there has to be that because yeah, that's, it's the, normal. that's the and it's the sleight of hand isn't it uh, yes is it, is. It, is it these is it these or is it these because they know also, you're looking for it that's right and also yeah and also this is the Christmas special as well so they've yeah. probably put a little bit of extra pizzazz in it we'll pay them 15 quid more to say a couple of lines yeah yeah, yeah. 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 so anyway uh, well Shortly after uh, takeoff, we're, we're told uh, that there's a that's a, somebody's gone into the toilet. Uh, one of the passengers has gone into the toilet. Oh, to the pilot, I mean, okay, because we already knew that. But yeah, so now, and what's happened is in that toilet is they've taken um, 
Millie. Millie, the cabin woman, stewardess. Uh, yeah, or whatever they call it. And they're uh, talking through the pa- the, t- the crew toilet door. Yeah. And so he's taking hear... it. He's taking it. I, I- hostage. You can hear sort of. <laughs> but she's having to or- orate it. Maybe that's because he can't speak proper. Is that, is is that her? I thought that was her voice. Yeah. Because yeah. she's having to relay the information. Yeah. So why? Oh, is that just because it's coming through the door? I think so. She's Ooh. in between the door and him, that's what he said. Right, right. So, he's basically... T- right, so terrorists are taken. We... we that's the same cabin crew yeah. door that we saw earlier. He's got... This is his weaponry. A shampoo, shampoo bottle. bottle. And I forget what else, because that struck me as... They well, they assume that that is filled with, like, ni- nitrogen. Ni- ni- nitro- nitroglycerin. Nitro... Yeah, summer. But... Why does it? Why not? Why I don't get that that would be a threat. Well, later on, a gun's mentioned, but I don't remember it being mentioned at this point. I I actually think it was mentioned there. Was it? And we just missed but it. I'm saying I missed it because the shampoo bottle struck me. That he's got a shampoo bottle. Yeah. And not he's got a bottle. Right. It just said it just felt like it was something quite specific. Actually, you know what? I bet it is. What? It would have been like the weapon of the times, wouldn't it? That's what all the hijackers are doing. They're taking in shampoo bottles, filling it with petrol. and Well, it's strange you should say that, really. But in 1981... Is this the one it's based on? No. Oh. This is a different one. Oh, right. This is one that I sort of... Always, always sort of like half remember because it's so weird. In 1981, there was a passenger on a flight from Dublin to London with 113 passengers on board. So it's very similar. Mm-hmm. Went to the lavatory doused himself with gasoline that he'd smuggled on board, probably in a shampoo bottle, threatened the passengers with what he claimed were vials of cyanide gas, probably in a shampoo bottle. <laughs> that was a conditioner, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll have, take, a, I'll have a cyanide. Take two bottles into the shower. <laughs> <laughs> I keep my cyanide and my petrol in one bottle. <laughs> um, anyway, what he did then, he ordered them to fly to France, right. which may yeah. or may not yeah. And uh, his demand was that the uh, the Catholic Church release details of the third secret of Fatima. The javelin thrower? I don't think it was her, no. Uh, I probably, it would probably be Saint Fatima rather than Fatima Whitbread. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what an odd demand. Now, obviously, the Vatican didn't, and he, the plane got stormed and he got nicked. But, uh, yeah, there you go. It's sort of interesting, yeah. isn't it? That? But what, we, what I did mention there was, and we said it at the end of last week's episode, was that this, this story here is based on a yeah, true story. but it gives you the name of the guy who did it in this thing that I've just been reading, which is L.J. Downey. And according to what this is based on, it's inspired on a D.B. Cooper incident. Well, D.B. Cooper, do you know who he was? He's the guy who parachutes out with the money. Yeah, and, he took the money. And, and that money apparently is still lost. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I, would, I would, I think that it might be inspired by, in, as, it, as in that, you know, something weird could happen on a plane that has no real explanation from the ground. Yeah. But actually, as far as a hijacking goes, it could be a number of influences. Yeah. I mean, I don't know when in 1981 this happened, right? But it's possible that that might be why. I think there's a number just all joining together. Well, you know, I'm thinking, why is there six months between the two? We're thinking Christmas special. Yeah. But if that hijacking had been on the in in the summer, they probably would have thought, God, we can't put that one out. So it was a delay. Just exactly the same oh, things happened. Could be, couldn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. even in the 80s, they had a little bit of decorum, didn't they? They did, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Just a touch. Yeah. So, so yeah, so, and I tell yeah. you what's interesting here. A couple of things here. The uh, pilot says, "Are all the passengers there?" And the steward says, "They are." Now we've just seen. We we know one of them definitely isn't. Yeah. So and I if they'd have checked the the manifest, then they'd know this. And I found that odd. And another thing, he says, "What what he wants?" This he, is this this. I need to yeah. So you tell me what his action is is. He wants to dive first of all divert to Manchester. To yeah, he's going to Manchester first, yeah. isn't he? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And he wants million dollars, million pounds, and two parachutes, one of which is a sporting model. Yeah. Why? 
Why Manchester? Why? T- why? why two? And why specifically one? Yeah, be a sporting yeah. model. I can't figure that out. This is the part where I wrote my first inside job. Right. That's where I wrote inside right. job cabin crew guy. Uh, the steward. Steward. Yeah. Okay, that's where I wrote the, my first. Well, I wondered well, about that because I thought, how come he's not saying that the passengers missing? I well, thought he must be in on it. There is that, but the reason why I thought is because. He was really specific about all of these things, and for me, it would have been you just understood that from yeah. So Manchester, a million dollars parachutes, fine. Sporting, sporting, one, one, sporting, one, sporting one, one is specifically sporting, not two sporting models. Yeah, mind, just one. Be careful yeah. with that. Uh, well, the captain then calls out to the control because he's making sure that all this is relayed over the uh, intercom. Yeah. Uh, very attractive. Come on, control. Very attractive <laughs> girl locked in the lavatory with a lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> it seems kind of unimportant. Right, what is important about that? So let's go through it. Very attractive girl. Doesn't really matter. So Not girl. Person? Person. But right, person locked in lavatory. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I get yeah. that, okay. With a lunatic. <laughs> Hijacker's got a member of crew. That, that there you go. Yeah, hijacker taken taken crew member. member. That's all you need. That's to. it. You don't need to no, specify very attractive. <laughs> how attractive? You... Oh, she's not that attractive. <laughs> yeah, how shall we, attractive? Shall we just let him kill her? Yeah, yeah. Or well, that's right up my street actually. If she got curves, she's got <laughs> lovely curves. Then right, is she very attractive? Yes. No, that is not my bag. She'll only just she'll go off with him. It just just it does seem like a just an odd. But I think, but I think it's 80s. again eighties speak, isn't yeah. it? That's how people. That's, that's the pilot from the eighties. Yeah, well, he's he's from the war. It seems. Yeah, he is. He tells us he's been shot twice. Yeah. once by Germans and once by us. Well, all of this, apart from the very attractive girl statement, seems leg- a legit conversation. It feels like he knows what he's saying. I'm not a pilot. Yeah. I don't know. But it, I, what I tell you is that I've seen stuff where they don't say anything at all, and I've wondered about that. Yeah, this seemed all quite well, natural, and all the all the button checks and stuff, click yeah. click, it's all seemed to be honest, natural. I think the very attractive girl is what they'd say in the eighties, so it, I think it does. Yeah. It, it all sounds really good dialogue to me. Next, well, well what happens at this point is the the steward, the male steward, yeah, um, comes down, and in order to fill in the, the passengers why they're being diverted. He says that the steward and why the stewardess is missing and why they're not getting the whiskey. He says the stewardess has taken ill. Now, nobody says, I'm a doctor. There's a hundred doctors on that plane. That plane is full of doctors. Nobody says, yeah. Can I help at all? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, it's not and I've got my scalpels. Yeah, yeah. and my chest spreaders yeah. and that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but nobody says a word. Oh, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. So, so uh, the, the captain also suggests that. There's some Scots mist. It's fog, so not only they're being diverted, yeah. but they're going to have to land at Manchester. Now this exp- this will then uh, what ha- what they need to do at Manchester is get is get to the end of the runway, yeah. Then get the money, the million quid, into the cabin, let the passengers off. No, passengers off. Come off first. Money, no. No, money, money goes money, on, passengers on. come off, and then shut the door, Set they're going to take off to the next part of the plan. Now, one thing that I found strange here was that uh, air traffic control say to the passenger, to the pilot, does he know it's half past six and the bank's closed? Yeah, and then he says, the pilot says, yeah, he says, get a bank open then. Yeah, and they said, well, banks don't carry a meal in it. And yeah, he says, and he says we'll get two banks open then. I'm thinking, did did he say that? Yeah. I, di- I didn't hear Stewie say that when yeah. he came through. So, no, not only did he say that, he was quick for a response. So that's where I put my second inside job, cabin crew pilot. Right. right? So you're thinking pilot and steward? First. No, I'm, I, at this time I'm saying what it's one. Right. It's him, or it's not. Yeah, uh, it's not. It's not the other guy anymore. Right. 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 With you. Right. So. Cabin crew guy relays the details from what's been happening. Um, uh, 
Lots of buttons being pressed, uh, which I've already mentioned. As I say, I quite enjoyed that. Yeah, I thought there might have been a slight bit of overacting by Pilot at this time. Which one? Heidi High Pilot or Pilot? Uh, pilot Pilot. Heidi High Pilot was brilliant, actually. Yes, yeah. But Normal Pilot just wasn't. You're right. So, um, right. It, the, the cabin crew guys then barges back in. What's going on? He's getting anxious. Well, there's a lot of tuning... There's, not tuning frame, but there's a lot of chat between cab control... And the pilots yeah. about we're doing this. What do you want me to do? We're doing this. What do you want me to do? They're always giving stuff, but yeah, and, and uh, there always seems to be an answer for how to deal with this hijacker. Yeah, right. The all whatever it is, there always seems to be. Well, we'll do this. Well, we'll do this. Yeah. Well, we'll do this. And I thought it was a bit strange that it just felt a bit odd that the um, traffic controller. It felt like he was just on his own, sort of going, oh, I don't, I know, why don't you ask him this? Why don't you ask him this? <laughs> One of the things, he says, um, uh, well, no, sorry, 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 I'll just back up a minute. I've written here, this plan is shite, <laughs> right, because what will, what will, what was going to happen here is that, is they're going to, they've landed in Manchester, by the way, okay, they're, they're have they now taken off by this stage? Yeah, they've landed in Manchester, the money's come on, yeah. they've then... Got the the uh, buses to yeah. take the people off, but so they've set off. All the doctors have gone. They've set off. But you know what happens on a on a runway, is you have to go round to the start of the runway, and take off. Yeah. Whilst you're in the air, there's a bunch of other planes out there, and now I know that they're saying you know go at moderate height and all that sort of stuff. But this is not this is not how it would work. So this so traffic control would not be saying. Yeah, just do this. Just do this. I, I they wouldn't have been saying this. You've got to have a flight plan. Yeah, because a flight plan. Other planes don't know where you're Don't go, know what's happening. Do they? Yeah. And they wouldn't want to send this out to the press right now. This would have been, we'll, we'll isolate this yeah. and deal with it. But then I suppose, what do you do if you've got a hijack it? Like with this... Well, I suppose like, you have to have a plan B flight, plan B. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. So, uh, well... So we want, they're back up in the air and we find out now I wrote here, Rob. What's the plan? Because I knew I wouldn't have understood. Flying to Lahar. Yeah. Right. And and then uh, yeah. And pilot says to air traffic control, "Have you checked with French air traffic control, or or shall we?" You know? This is what I mean. <laughs> this is exactly <laughs> what I mean. Shall I do it? Shall well, I'm assuming it? you have. No. <laughs> Jesus, wet. Right. Okay. So. Uh, he wants, now, he wants a coffee at this time, Pilot, and this is where he tells us about being shot in the door door yeah. in, the, in the war, doesn't he? So, inside job, right, okay, it's the stewardess and the pilot. Right. So this is where I'm thinking, she is in on it, she's still captured in the thing, yeah. okay. With the terrorist. With the terrorist, but they're in on it, right, okay, and they're having an affair, and they've set up this ruse, okay, and the reason they got to that is... Because it's clearly somebody who knows planes and how to fly at mod moderate altitudes and stuff like this. Yeah, because I mean, it was quite specific on how to fly, where to fly, all this sort of stuff. Yeah, and then I suppose you've got to be, if you're going to jump out, you've got to be at a fairly moderate altitude. Yeah, so, what is, so, so there you go. So he's, uh, he's got some new orders, which is, they call them fresh orders. He's got some fresh orders. 90 degrees turn to Antwerp. Yeah. Minimum speed. Yeah. Again, Rob, what's the plan? <laughs> what, what what's the mean? plan? What, what do you mean? What's the plan? Because he's got to jump out of this plane at some that's point. That's it. That's what the plan is, that, isn't it? But, but we find out at this point they've got French Air Force following them. Oh, that is it. Fighter pilots. Yeah. That's right. Which which puts the pilot on edge, doesn't it? Yeah. Doesn't it? It makes, yeah. him, it makes him a little, little bit yeah. anxious there. Um, I, you know, I put uh, pilot and co-pilot look a bit worried. There's a, there's a sort of look there behind is. him when these French jets have been scrambled. They sort of, they sort of uh, rub, rub it off as we're thinking of Millie. Just thinking about Millie, the very attractive girl. And also, this is the next part where I put inside job. Controller's done it. Controls in on it. Ah, uh, right. So because you see, then I'm thinking though. But at this point, co-pilot says, why don't we fly over the sea to Antwerp? Because the, the, the guy who's in the toilet can't, can't got windows. Yeah. 
So, so he's not going to know, and he's not gonna, when he does open the door, he's not going to jump in the seat. Yeah. So I'm thinking, well, obviously co-pilot's not in it. I don't know why he was looking all anxious when they told yeah. him French jets were in it. But we do get evidence at French jets shortly because we get the over the intercom. Don't yeah, we? You can, and it's sort of. I mean, what's the racism that happens next? <laughs> well, Tell him to speak in bloody English. <laughs> something like that, won't it? It's, and I'm thinking like. Yeah, to establish the French, it's almost as if you could hear them going, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> with their onions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. Uh, but yeah, they're there, and they, they tell them to come off the radio. And uh, at this point, we, we find out from the steward that uh, that Millie's Millie's crying. She's crying, yeah. And he goes, "She'll be up. Tell us she'll be all right. Tell her we'll be fine." And I thought, how does he know? How does he know? So all of this is adding up to an inside job of some sort, but yeah. I just can't put my finger on it. But then, but then people do that. They say things to people that they, they often say that, don't they? Like they they do it in the soaps and stuff. They'll say like if somebody's been shot or something, they say, "Oh, it, you'll be all right. I know you will." No, they don't. You're a survivor. Yeah, it's, bu- yeah. it's bullshit, isn't it? Yes, you just, just don't know. You, what you've got lip to do service. is yeah, yeah and. Surely the recipient knows that. <laughs> yeah. So just not, need to be told it. Not worth it's saying. So needy. With your shot wound. Anyway, so Next, well, here, here's here's how it'll go down if he betra- if he's betrayed. First of all, the Millie will get shot. Yeah. And then the rest of them will get shot if yeah. if this plan doesn't come up. So he's not going to bother with his shampoo bottle. No. It's just going to go straight for the gun. Then a call over, Captain, we're over the sea. Yeah, because what, what must have happened then? Yeah. He's come out. Yeah. He's had a look, seen they're over the sea. Yeah. So he must have, well, he could have had a look out at window because he's come out, hasn't he? And uh, he's not happy about that. No. So they have to turn left. Yeah. And all of this is being spoken over the intercom to control, uh, keeping a log about, where they are, what's happening, yeah. who's done what at what point and stuff. Doesn't want to be seen, this uh, this hijacker, does he? No. Not keen on being seen. Yeah. So, what happened is, he, he, you, we don't, com- we, there's no noise or anything like that. Uh, and this way Millie bursts into Millie the Millie bursts into the room. There's no gunshot or anything like that. But yeah. she bursts into the room, she's all of a fluster. She is. And then, the captain just announces... Right, this is my job. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know what his job was, because all he does then is just go down the p- bit of the plane... And get a fanny mag. Picks up a Playboy magazine and then walks back. Yeah, well, that, maybe maybe he always was that, you know. That's what his job is. Because I, what I was thinking is, like, he's obviously been in the war. I'm thinking he's a, he's a soldier. Or an yeah. airman, probably. But they probably teach him how to fight, so I thought he was going to go and sort this out now. Well, but then I would maybe that was it actually because when he gets there, there's nobody there. So he just thinks, "Oh, that funny mag there." <laughs> yeah. Well, he comes back into the room, and all you, you can see is that there's a must be a window open, or maybe even the door, which the captain's not been sucked out of. Right? No, but that's because they're flying low. Ah, so that's the reason why. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's papers going everywhere, winds everywhere. He grab, he comes into the cabin, right, and then plugs up the. Well, Millie, Millie does. Plugs up the uh, with it's like blue tack or chewing with, with gum. With a massive, massive wad of blue tack. Yeah, and it's a, it's the microphone to go through to control. Yeah, it must be. At the same time, he unplugs his microphones as well, so you definitely can't be heard. And it is revealed that they've got away with it. That they're all in on it. They're all in on it. And to mark the occasion, the cabin crew guy... Comes in and comes, grabs a tits. Grabs a tits from <laughs> the, and, and stays there too long. Almost. What's that about? Well, I don't know, but it was it really interesting. <laughs> Again, is that just an eighties thing? An eighties thing. That's what we did when we celebrate. We grab tits. Yeah. Um, doesn't say who's, but but a very attractive, uh, a very attractive girl. I tell you, what, have we discussed? Have we discussed before about the fact that what strangely seems to be offensive to the world in general? about a woman's breasts is the nipples. Yeah, because you can have everything else out. I think we have discussed have it. Discussed and I know that you and me have discussed it. Right. But I believe we've put it on the podcast yeah. as well. Is that, yeah, it's when you look at what's not as, on display. As long as you've got them covered. That's it. 
You can have side boob, top boob, under boob, full boob, just no nip. No nipple. You can. I don't know if it's the areola. Yeah, but men have got areola. Oh no, men have got boobs too. So this is what got me. To- I was talking to Will about it the other day because it's been hot and uh, we were coming coming back. We'd been on our walk and uh, there was a, there was a man who's whose breasts were bigger than my wife's. Yeah. Now, I know we've discussed this, and here's the reason why I know, because I've said, it's it's all in or all out, right? If it's okay for a hideous man to have his norks out, yeah. then it's okay for a girl. Yeah. And if it's not, which is, by the way, I don't want to see a hideous man's norks, okay? Yeah, yeah. Then that's fine. Let's have Cover it, let's have it the same. But it can't be different. It can't be it? different. Because if you put, if you put, like plasters on his nipples and my wife's nipples they'd have looked identical if you'd have taken the the plaster off her nipple that would have been offensive have yeah, if you'd yeah. taken the plaster off his it would have looked fine it w- it, yeah. but it was horrible yeah uh, so don't yeah. I don't you know no that's it, 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 no. It, we, we might have discussed it before but it refreshed it again. I, I totally agree yeah, but this this the, the goes and then grabs tits I mean they've obviously got some sort of relationship but what is interesting is or, or is it or is it just what they do that it, it could be but it, what is interested or interested what is interesting is that we don't know that they're in a couple yeah. Is that just the way of announcing that they are a couple? And if it isn't, because I, I don't think it is, is maybe he just decided to pull a swift one on the on the filming, and they're not going to do another take. So just get it in there. Well, there was a film series starring James Coburn as Derek Flint, who was like a in like Flint, yeah, mm. and our man Flint. Yep, yeah. and. Uh, in one of those, at the end, uh, Flint and the sort of um, requisite amount of scantily clad bikini, <laughs> bikini women yeah. are being rescued from the sea by the Navy in those rubbery boats, you know. And uh, one of them, one of the Navy men, grabs this woman and he's got one out, one round her uh, waist. And, and the other one, right on a tip, and pulls her out of the water like it. And he's obviously doing it just for a, just yeah. for a sneaky feel. Because he can. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and totally. I doubt that was in the script. It's no. just that, oh, sorry about that. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. 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 I, because it, it's, it is one of those things that if you're an actor or an actress and you're pitted against somebody who's like a, another good looking actor or actress, or, or, or the same sex if, if that's what you want, but it is interesting that that's like a free kiss, isn't it? Or it's like yeah. a free, free get together in bed and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's, 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 it's an odd way of thinking a bit about it. But I it's... remember when I was a kid, I used to think, God, it must be awful having to kiss somebody that, that <laughs> you don't really know like that. Or you're an actress or an actor. I'm thinking, I don't how, think it matters. How anymore. could you do yeah. it? No, I don't think it does, does yeah. it? But anyway, so uh, I've just I've just shut my notebook. But what happens next is they unplug the control microphone again. Yeah. Announce that yeah, he's got away. We, we, we've saved everybody. We've all right. We've lost a million quid, but uh, everybody's all right. right. And what we'll do is we're gonna uh, turn this baby around and no, they're gonna land. They're gonna land uh... in Lahar. Well, no, they're not. They're not. Where are they gonna land? Well, must be Antwerp or something. Oh yeah, that's it. They're going to Antwerp. Yeah, because he says. Oh yeah, because they're all are saying, "Oh, I should have got more because of this." That's right. Yeah, in a jocular way. Yeah, but the reason the. Pilot says he should go up more because he thought a landing within an hour's drive at Diamond. That's Park, right. Yeah. Which is not really much reason for no, it getting isn't. extra funds. No. Is the, it? the idea maker should if definitely. An hour and a half wouldn't matter, yeah. would it? Heidi High should have definitely got more because it was his idea. Yeah. Definitely. That's that's. But coming up with, I mean, the girl she put up a valid argument too. But well, did she? What because was hers? I've been in the toilet all the time. Oh yeah. She, she well, went, I thought she she went through a little bit. She had to do most acting. Yeah. So. So then... So it's the captain who needs to be... Who's who's the terrorist? And that's what I want to know, because we definitely saw her watching him go in. Or did we see another woman get watching, actually? I can't I can't remember. Or is Stuart, is all... Stuart terrorist? Tony? And then when she pulls that thing out, he gets out. Yeah, I bet that's it. I bet it was just... Yeah, that's what happened. Which then Listen. explains why he says all passengers are there. Because yeah, because there would be, because he weren't on the list. Yeah. Yeah. So what had happened, listeners, just so that we... Because now we've realised something. When the man gets up and goes to the cabin crew toilet, the aerostats kind of looks and think, that's a bit odd. But then she pulls the curtain. So now what could happen quite easily is that he comes out, takes his moustache off, he's now the guy, 
that would have been on the plane anyway, but yeah. not as a passenger. She goes in the toilet. She goes in the toilet. That's it. Yeah. World. All right, we've worked it out. Yeah. We've worked it out. So it's actually... Well... That's changed things for me. Yeah? Has that, has that... Because the plan now has clearly been thought out, rather yeah. than it just being opportune. Right. I mean, obviously it was thought out, but it felt a, that like a lot had to go according to a specific plan. Yeah. And now I realise that, that even that was set up. Yeah. So yeah, I'm good with that now. Right. So what what did you think? I well I really enjoyed that episode. Yeah. I think there was some as I say cartooniness in it, but plenty of funniness like uh, actual comedy, but I think the the cuz when I say actual comedy what I mean is that I don't think it was intentionally written as a comedy, but I mean I found myself just smiling along at certain parts yeah. cuz I thought it was like light light hard. But I thought it was actually a well thought out Tales of the Unexpected. Yeah, I did. Another good one. Yeah. You know, we, we, we finished strongly at the end of uh, series yeah. four, Well, we? Well, as, as we're on that subject, why don't we... What, what, just have a reminder of some of the highlights. Would you believe it? That's the... Nigel Havers. The, that the, was the, good, wasn't it? With the... Dissolving. Statue. Yeah, that yeah. was a good one. That was a good one. Vicious uh, Circle. Which is that? Rex. The woman catches a thief. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's the punk. Mm. Who's the punk? And yeah, I'm not. Now I'm not too one. sure about that. Yeah, uh, animals. Not talking to that one. Yeah. When we say animals, it's turtle. Yeah, yeah the turtle right. episode. Best of everything, Judy Baker. Oh, uh, uh, that, that's the one that. Uh, Office clerk. Uh, yeah, that's the one. That Rich boss's daughter. Yeah, yeah. That was, that, poor. that was that one we talked about with the body in the trunk. Brilliant episode. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, woman's help. I quite like that, but oh, that's that's obviously an American. Yeah, one. do you remember it was the one where he was the uh, she was the maid, the hired help. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I quite like that yeah. one. Shatterproof. Uh, Eli. Oh, oh wait there. That's the one where he comes in. Assassin. Yeah. Good in that. Yeah. Actually, that I quite cool. like that one. Sound machine. No. Really. Not mine. The. Yeah, I quite. I think it could have been something else. Right. But I, but not for me. Did you like? Well. It's one of those that I think is sort of a very famous one, isn't it? And so it ought to be liked. I suppose, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Never, but, yeah. never speak ill of the dead. Oh, that's the one where the doctors... Yeah, there was no point in that that had any speaking ill, dead, or never. However, I really like that one. Yeah. Um, the uh, the best policy, the one with Radar O'Reilly and... Uh, oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Last bottle in the world, uh, buys expensive bottle of wine, pours it on the yeah, floor. Yes, it's okay. It causes it, the palate of our Yeah, that's an okay one. Kindly dig your grave. Um, oh, that's one of my favourites. Really? Uh, is, it, is, it the one, is it the one that you're thinking of? Um, it's the one where... Um, Madame Legree. No, it's not, is I didn't it? I think it was. No, it's the not. Skin. I'm thinking of... With Derek Jacobi. No, I didn't like that one. I know what you mean. No, I've read the title wrong, thinking it was a title for something else. Right. No, I didn't. No, no, that, no. it was a bit silly. That was wasn't into that one. Uh, completely foolproof is Telly Savalas. That's okay. It was okay, wasn't it? Yeah. One born every minute. Um, what was that one? It's got Frank. F oh, they're going to buy a property, and the the guy who sells them it. Uh, is uh, a fake. They, they go oh, that's office. right. Yeah, it's the woman. She 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 double doubles him. Yeah, yeah, that's quite good. Yeah, that's a good one. And Buzz then and that friends. brings us to uh, Buzz and Friends a couple of weeks ago with. Uh... Yeah. Okay. Um, and I wasn't keen on that no. because it was it felt a bit depressing. Glowing future. Oddly, oddly so named, didn't and it? About... No, for me that one. No, no, horrible, yeah. horrible American version. And these last two, liked the way to both. do it, liked them both. I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go. Way to do it, being my favourite of the uh, of the series, because we usually pick a favourite and a worst. That's what we're gonna do. So animals is the worst. Of course. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Favourite then is gonna be never mean? speak ill of the dead. Right. Yeah. So that's my favourite. We sorted your favourite out. So that that's. And then so most memorable moment, I think hijack tit grab. Gotta be, because it was so shocking. <laughs> it was gratuitous and, and not shocking. hidden. It was in plain sight. Yeah. Second most memorable moment, 
the old lady wanting the uh, tongue Oh, tongue the, in the mouth. Yeah. Oh dear. That was that was shocking. Yeah. Memorable for the wrong memorables. Yes. Yeah. 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 So now, so end now end the season. So we're going to do a special. We'll we haven't thought about a special mid-season special, have we? This. No, we've not. So let's let's get together and, and not announce it now, but have a think about something. We've done the inside number nines. We need to do something. Yeah. This different, but maybe maybe we don't. But yeah, it. didn't we? Didn't somebody suggest that we have a look at something? We had a look at Twilight Zone. However. Twilight Zone would be more of a series, but we could still do like the movie. Maybe we should do a movie. Maybe we should do like a movie with a twist ending. Could do something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, Memento maybe. Um, okay, so that's that, and then we've got. Uh, well, I tell you what. What is the first episode of season five called, and what is the let's let's carry on as we always have. Yeah. How do we end the episode with a premiere of or a rather resume uh, yes a synopsis, synopsis of the next episode of Tales Unexpected well uh, season 5 opens with Blue Marigold which uh, is about Marigold who's a top model much in demand until her temperamental nature takes over uh, it's, it's like a one for Joan Collins this but I'm guessing does, she's not in it she's not but Toya Wilcox is in it Toya and Ralph Bates. Yeah, we know Ralph Bates. He yeah. was uh, he's in lots of Hammer horror, and also Dear John as well. Yes, he was. Yeah, yeah. but he yeah. was in a lot of Hammer, uh, uh, particularly Doctor Jekyll and, and Miss Mr. Hyde. Hyde. Yes, which is uh, when you're growing up, your formative horror movies. Yeah. Lots of Norks in it. Yeah, and Hammer was great for boobs. Yeah, yeah. well, that's right. I remember there's there's a scene in that where he's. He's Miss Hyde, and he's sort of looking in the mirror. In the mirror, yes, I know what you mean. And he, and he sort of feels his... his, <laughs> his it's a, hand, a man's hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're, back, we're back on Tick that. grab. Yeah. Right. Um, okay, well, let's leave it there. It has been... Well, it's been a long season, 17 yeah. episodes. Yeah, um, Hopefully it hasn't felt like a long season, because I, I always enjoy doing these, and I'm, I can't wait for season five and the mid-season summer special or whatever season it's going to be. Yeah. Um, right. I bid you adieu, Rob. Thanks for having us. Uh, you well. Thanks for being there. Thanks for being there. Thanks for sitting next to me. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for being the either that or the imaginary voice inside my head. And if that's the case, then these podcasts are going to be very awkward. But you are very good at the accent. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. 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 bye.